On Twitter, I'm Peter Stewart. Tweeter Stewart is my handle there. T-W-W-E-T-E-R-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. We're talking about the importance of pauses in lists today. OK, sometimes you have a list of two or three items in a sentence. So, let's give you a scenario. You're on a plane, the cabin crew offer you a meal, um, and they say, would you like chicken or fish with vegetables or pasta? You've no idea from that intonation and the lack of pauses there exactly what they mean let's give that to you again would you like chicken or fish with vegetables or pasta are you being offered chicken with maybe a side perhaps salad fish with vegetables or pasta because if you were the pauses would be would you like chicken or fish with vegetables or pasta Or are you being offered chicken and fish, both of which come with vegetables, or pasta? Because if you were, the pause would be here. Would you like chicken or fish with vegetables, or pasta? Or are you being offered chicken and fish, both of which come either with vegetables or pasta? In which case, the pause would be here. Would you like chicken or fish with vegetables or pasta? Now, the information only becomes clear when the speaker puts the pause in the correct place. Yes, there's a bit of intonation in there, which will help give context, but also it's where the pause is, isn't it? Okay, in these examples, the listener may be able to work out the context for themselves. If you're talking with a friend, you may know um, uh, how many people they report to, thinking about our example from yesterday. Or if you're on a plane, you may see what other people up the aisle have been given for their meal. But of course, similar sentences may come up, for example, in ebook narration, where you can't ask your friend who they report to, and you've got no prior knowledge or context of the conversation which is being started up, if it's in a book. And like all of this advice, from diction to intonation, yeah, you may be able to work out what what, what the message is, but why should someone else be doing that? Yeah, Isn't it your job to aid their understanding, signpost the sense? And while they're trying to solve your conversational conundrum, they've missed the next thing you've said and so fall further behind, or have to ask you a question and slow down the conversation even if they can ask you a question. And if you're a broadcaster or a podcaster or a voiceover artist, they may not be able to do that. You may have lost them. Effective communication starts with making the message easy to understand. And that's about putting the pauses in the right place, as well as the speed of the read and the intonation and your diction and good writing to begin with and all sorts of things that we've been talking about throughout season one of the show. Here's one more example. It clouded over before today. Now, depending on where the pause in that sentence goes, will tell mum back home that you're on the phone to whether it was overcast earlier this day or earlier this week. It clouded over before today, or it clouded over before today. Again, Yes, there's intonation in there, but part of the whole intonation and part of communication and part of rhetoric includes the really important pause. Okay, that's it for today. Tomorrow, aiding understanding with pauses continues. 
as too does Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. 